הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדורנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדושים אשר בארץ המה ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו לנו נחן נובע מקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן ופגע בן שמחה נא נח נחמן נחמן נאום על זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן בעזרת השם today we start תורה רש סמך זין 267 we're going to do multiple lessons today uh, it's going to be a shorter podcast בעזרת השם but uh, very powerful ideas Shavuot hu refua le'areah Rabbeinu tells us that Shavuot The holiday of Shavuot Is a healing to the lungs Whenever a person has a sickness With regard to the lungs It's able to heal the lungs In whatever way um, In whatever method it needs healing in Because the five lobes of the lung Correspond to the five books of the Torah the five uh, books of the Torah um, counter um, or correspond, yeah, to these five lobes of the lung. As we know, there's five lobes of the lung. Look in the Zohar, Kadosh, um, and several different places across the holy writings. Which enables us to receive this new found or this new life force and this new vitality. So by default, if we receive the Torah, which are the five books of the Torah, then we're able to receive um, life force to the five lobes of the lung, uh, healing whatever sickness um, is present there. Torah Resh Samechet. Kshe'en ha'adam mistakel ala tachlit, lama lo chayim? Rabbeinu tells us, when a man doesn't pay attention to his purpose, when a man doesn't look and gaze and truly, truly focus on his goal, his main goal, his desire, his purpose, sorry, his main purpose in the world. Lama lo chayim? Why is... What, what is the purpose of life? If a person doesn't look at his purpose, why should he live? They'll hold the souls constantly, constantly longing um, to do the will of her creator, of God. And whenever this soul sees that a person does not follow the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, blessed be He, God forbid, then she longs very much and she yearns to return to her source. And she begins to draw herself um, draw herself closer to that source, basically removing herself from the body of this person. Slowly, slowly separating herself from the, this person's body. And because of this, because the soul is separating from the body, as we saw in lesson 250 as well, um, because of this, a person gets sick. Because the soul's strength has weakened. Why? Because it's separated from the body. Why is it weakened? Why is the soul weakened? Because it draws herself um, away from this body. Because the body, this person, isn't fulfilling the, the will of God. Because all the soul wants is that we fulfill the will and the desire of Hashem. Of the omnipresent one. And the reason why a person returns back to his health, his health, through healings. Why, when a person takes medicine, it is that he returns to his health. Rabbi is going to give us an awesome chidush as to why a person takes a healing and takes a medicine and why he gets healed from it. Not what we think is that the medicine has powers to heal, but we're going to see here why Rabbi is really saying uh, we get healed through medicine even though we might not be doing the will of Hashem. So, why a person returns to his health? 
after taking some medicines and healings, is because the soul sees the soul sees that a person is able to completely subdue himself, to overturn himself, to do the exact opposite of his bodily desires and his habits. Meaning that by taking that medicine, he's doing what he doesn't want to do, what he doesn't normally want to do, which is what? Because this person is accustomed to eating bread and other normal food. But now he's overcoming his bodily desires. And he was receiving healings. Um, and Sami medicines, Marim, that are bitter, in order to make himself healthy, meaning he's taking something that isn't, sort of, that isn't good at all, that isn't for his, good to his taste, that isn't good, that he didn't want to take. And he's doing it against his own will, just so that he can get better. And because the soul sees now that this person is able to overcome his bodily desires in order to achieve some sort of purpose, which is to get better in this case, to feel better, to get healthier. This is why the soul returns back to this person. Because she's hoping that this man overturns his bodily desire in order to um, search and in order to get to his true purpose to the purpose of to the to the purpose of all purposes which is what to do the will of God to do God's will to do the will of our creator so Rabbanu is explaining in awesome Chidush as to why really people get uh, healed through the medicine um, and it's not necessarily that the medicine has traits of healing and why it, um, and, and that the medicine has the ability to heal it's that actually the soul is choosing to come back to the body now that he sees, now that she sees that the person is able to subdue his bodily desires for something greater. So she hopes that he's able to do the same thing for the spiritual life, which is um, to do the will of Hashem. This is directly from the manuscript Rabenu. Rabenu wrote these words himself. From the abode of the tzaddik. There's an indication to the actions of the generation. Meaning from the place where the tzaddik lives, we can see and there's an indication of what the actions of the generation are like. What's the sign to this thing that we just said? What's the proof? It says in Shoftim chapter 4, She was sitting under a date palm. Just as the date palm only has one heart, the same is true of the Jewish people. Up until here is the language of Rabenu. That's where the manuscript stops. The lesson stops in his manuscript. So as it seems from this verse, Rabenu is telling us um, that from this verse we can prove, and it's brought down from the Mahamangila, that from the abode of the Tzaddik, we can see the action, and we can understand how the actions of the generation are. Um, how? It's a little bit esoteric that I don't fully understand, but may God open up these pathways of understanding for us. Torah Ein 270. Just as one person inspires another, because, for example, a person sees his friend praying, um, supplications, and slichot, and all these requests to God with an awakened heart, with a broken heart. 
So the person seeing his friend doing this also is awakened from this. Because he's awakened from his friend and he begins to look at himself. And he begins to awaken himself as well. And now he begins to say these requests and these bakashot and these slichot, these supplications with an awakened heart. A person can likewise be an inspiration for himself. Ramen was saying you don't need to derive inspiration only from another person, but also you can do it within yourself. You can be awakened from your own words. Meaning that you are saying requests and all these supplications and these beggings before, and you're begging before Hashem with an awakening and you're screaming out, Woe unto me! And while you're saying you are awakened from this when you begin to look at yourself. You begin to ask yourself, where am I? And who is it that is screaming like this? Hello, Isn't it Vaili? Isn't it want to me? What does that mean? Vaili. Limamash literally to me. Meaning when the person is saying Vaili, he's beginning to look at the verses referencing himself. Vaili, woe unto me. Meaning me, look where I am. I don't even know where I am in this world. And then you begin to scream a second time. Woe, woe unto me. Vaili. Why? Lidak, especially to me. Why? Because you saw now that the first time you said it, it's really referencing you. You really see that within those words, it is you. Meaning you begin to see where you are standing. And now you realize that the violates lead like that specifically to me, woe unto me. Because where am I? And even though, even though at the beginning it seems to this person as if he said these words vilely, properly, in truth, genuinely, that he was saying with true, true, with honesty. Nonetheless, only when he repeats it the second time, after looking into himself, uh, can you really see the difference between before and afterwards, meaning the first time and the second time? Meaning the second time is obviously much greater because it's with greater concentration and with greater self-reflection. They have then understand this very well. May we be awakened to truly pray um, with our own inspiration and to truly delve into ourselves and to understand where we are holding. Torah Resh Ayin Aleph, the last Torah for today. A person needs to have holy boldness, holy arrogance. Kamvam Bechamam Bechamam is brought in many different places. We've seen this many different times. Kemoshamru as it's brought down in Pirkeavot, Pirke, Heve Azkenamer, Vechamuvalael as it's brought down in Pirkeavot. Be bold as a leper. As we saw above, it's brought down in many different places, this idea, Rabban who brings this down. Vafilu Neged Arab Beatmot, Shielo Azut. Even against, even next to the teacher himself, the Rav, the Rabbi, a person needs to have boldness. That he possesses boldness. To speak to him. Whatever he needs to. And not to be embarrassed. Meaning when a person wants to attain holiness, he needs to have this holy boldness because if you're too ashamed, you're never going to ask the Rabbi the questions you need to ask or tell him the things you need to tell him. And you're never going to attain what you need to attain because of that. So, Rabban was saying you need to possess this bold face to speak to whoever it is, whatever man who has authority, um, to, sp- to speak to whoever it is and to address whatever you need to. 
And the reason why a person is closer um, to Hashem is only because this person has more boldness. Or the reason why a person is closer or what it seems to me uh, on the surface level it could be the rabbi that we're talking about why a person might be closer to a bigger rabbi or a tzaddik is because he has more boldness and because of this he speaks with him more. But the truth is it's also with Hashem Yidbach as we've seen. Um, we've seen with Hashem Yidbach that, I, that I've seen in Likut Elachot many different times where Rabbi Natan tells us that a person needs to have boldness if he wants to pray to Hashem because we might think we're not worthy to say anything so we're not going to ask anything from God but really Hashem wants us to ask nonetheless even if we are as bad as we are even if we have as many flaws and faults the, the truth is we still need to ask and we still have to, need to have the boldness before God to ask whatever we need so, so the reason why a person is closer to someone else or why he's closer to the tzaddik or why he's closer to Hashem is because he speaks with him more and because of this he has more boldness. The only way to speak to him more is if, is if this person has more boldness. But this is dependent upon this. That this person who has the boldness to speak is actually because of his avodat Hashem, it's because of his godly service. The only reason why he possesses that boldness is because of his avodah, it's because of all his toiling. That he's working and doing all this avodat Hashem, he's, doing, he's serving God very much. And because of this, he has this boldness to speak with the rabbi, the true rabbi we're talking about. And because of this, because he's speaking with his rav, through this, he, spe- he serves Hashem more, meaning it feeds onto another. The fact that he serves Hashem more gives him the ability to speak to the rabbi more, and the fact that he speaks to the rabbi more gives him the ability to serve Hashem more. So because of the fact that he speaks and he's awakened, because of the amount that he speaks with his rabbi, he's serving Hashem more. That one of them is dependent upon the other, that they're both dependent upon each other. And behold, there are many different things in the world that are dependent upon one another. And nobody knows where the beginning starts, meaning which one is from where everything is dependent upon. Because each and every one starts and begins from his friend, meaning that one thing is dependent upon something else, and that thing is dependent upon the other thing, but that relationship is dependent upon another relationship. And it goes further and further and further until the stem where it begins. And nobody knows where it starts. And we know that everything is... Um, each and everything um, starts from his from its friend, meaning that one receives inspiration from the next. Because they're both dependent upon one another. As we had mentioned above. May we truly... Um, Engage in this Avodat Hashem, which will truly spill into this relationship that we have with the Tzaddik, and may that inspire us to serve Hashem even more, constantly building this relationship between both of these ideas. Um, and may we fulfill the words of Rabbeinu in simplicity and with wholesomeness.